everyone, I'm Tara, and this is Tarascope, a place where relationship do's, don't, trials and tribulations are discussed. Hello, loves. Welcome to another great week. It is Wednesday, aka hump day, so let's keep the energy up and keep the mental positive affirmations going. Why? Why, you may ask? The why is because self-love is the best fucking love. On this week's episode, I'm going to share something that I've personally been struggling with. So please don't judge me because in case you forgot, Tarascope is a judge-free podcast. I've been wanting to say that on air for a while, okay? So I just had to get that out there. Okay, anywho, I'm kind of procrastinating And I'm really procrastinating because I don't want to share this with y'all, but I feel like I'm like obligated to share this with you. So I'm going to just fucking say it. I'm a self-sabotager when it comes to my love life. And you might hear that and be like, girl, why the fuck didn't you say that? Why are you making it a big deal? Why are you hesitant? And my response to that is, Anytime that I say something on my podcast, it really makes me do two things. The first thing that it makes me do is reflect. Like I'm forced to really reflect on how did I get to this certain point of my life? What baggage, what just damaged me? What have I not really like dealt with? And that leads me to number two. It really makes me deal with my shit. Like I like go digging and I really have to like figure out what I need to let go of and how I have to fucking move forward, right? So that's why it's such a big deal for me to say it while I'm recording and actually put this out as an episode. I might have told a friend here, a friend there, a guy I was talking to, but to like announce it and really say I self-sabotage or attempt to self-sabotage relationships with guys because my friend stuff like I'm good with that I'm friendship wise I'm really really good I I feel like I can be a phenomenal friend yes I've had issues um but overall I feel like I'm a great friend so this is mainly self-sabotaging when it comes to my love life and dating right so here I go figuring out my shit as you're listening to this episode, okay? So please bear with me because as my one friend says, I'm broken and I need to fucking fix myself. So like I shared, I had to do some reflecting to see how I really got to this point of my life, which is self-sabotaging, which I've done, I feel like I've done to a few people that I used to talk to. And then currently still attempting or potentially self-sabotaging something when I find something, right? So in true Tarascope form, I'm going to be completely and fully transparent. The main reason I feel like I attempt to sabotage is because of my relationship track record, like is not the best, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? So Starting from my first, I guess, quote unquote, real relationship, like the first relationship I was in after high school, that relationship I talked to y'all in season one about how he cheated 
and it really, really, really damaged my self-esteem and it had me questioning myself as a young woman and all this stuff that I talked about previously during season one. So during this episode, I just really want to focus on everything else, like the aftermath that it had, not so much the hurt and the pain and stuff like that. So, like I said, first relationship, right out the gate, cheated on me, damaged my self-esteem, trying to piece my shit together, right? So, at this point, I'm like, okay, cool, cool. I'm piecing myself back together and shit like I'm fucking Humpty Dumpty who fell off the fucking wall. I'm like, cool, I got this. I'm back together. Next thing you know, bam, new relationship. We going steady, whoop, 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 bam, bam, break up, Right? Is no longer a thing. And I just keep repeating this over and over and over. Minus the cheating. But not maybe even minus the cheating. I can just say minus the cheating that I know of. Like that was the only person I know cheated on me. Maybe some other people cheated on me. And ignorance is bliss. You know? So I'm going to go with it. To my knowledge, that was the only relationship where I was cheated on. And if you hear this and we used to date... And I don't know, don't fucking tell me. I think I'm good with not fucking knowing, okay? So, anywho, let's get back on track. I'm sorry. Like, I have a one-track mind. This squirrel just be running all around my desk. So, after my list of short dates, failed situationships, as well as my failed actual relationships, I think I started blaming myself Like, I took the old saying, it's not you, it's me. And I think I fucking ran with that ideology. Like, I really was like, oh, well, it has to be me. I think I put way too much accountability on myself. And if you know me, you know that I'm all for accountability. Like, if you do something, own up to that shit. But I also feel like I also have to take a look at who I was dating, where were they mentally, you know, in the grand scheme of things. And until now, I don't really think I took that into account. For me, I wasn't really blaming myself in the aspects of my appearance. Like, oh, maybe I don't look a certain way, blase, blase. For me, once again, me personally, it was more so... I was questioning my personality traits. So to go more into details with that is I would question my quirkiness. Like I can be super goofy and I have, I guess, an odd sense of humor and not everyone really gets that, right? Or um, my corniness. I will tell like corny jokes and I laugh at like corny shit. (laughs) Um, So it made me feel like, oh, maybe I can't make this person laugh for real. Or maybe they're just laughing to like appease me, right? I thought maybe I'm too loud because I can like project my voice a lot. Or maybe I'm too straightforward when I'm like out in public. I talk to random people sometimes when I'm at events. And maybe guys just don't like that shit, right? Maybe I should tone it down, you know, whatever the case may be. Then at times I'm like a fucking homebody. I like to be in the house. Like when I'm booed up, I like going like small places, but I'm not a big clubber. I don't like to be on the scene. And I was like, maybe 
I could be a little bit more ratchet, right? Like maybe I could like tap into my fucking Cardi B, right? Like Cardi B said it. Niggas like bitches who pop off and suck dick all night long. And like no disrespect to Cardi B. That's just not who I am, you know? Like I have like a little ratchet side to me, but nothing like this extreme like that. So I was like, well, maybe I could be whatever. Like maybe all these personality traits are like, what's causing shit not to fucking really work long term right other things I pondered about myself was maybe I'm not lady enough alike and the reason I thought that is I was talking to this guy and when I say talking to I don't mean as if we were getting to know each other on a on a love level like we was dating no legitimately we went to fucking our institute of Atlanta together just someone I knew and he worked across the street when I was working at the mall and we would just randomly sometimes catch up do lunch regular like I'm not really I'm not interested in you like that we're just for common we know each other we hang out when we can if we can nothing major and so I would say stuff like bruh to him because it wasn't a love connection I'm not like calling you like I'm not giving you a pet name because we're not like that. So I'm like, oh, yeah, nah, bro. Like, quit playing with me. And stuff like that. Real, like, casual, real friendly. And he was just like, oh, you act like a nigga. And it caught me off guard. And I, like, was like, what? Because I know I'm, like, like extremely rough around the edges or whatever. You know, I can be very down-to-earth and casual. I have, I have a good amount of guy friends. So when I'm talking to my actual true guy friend, both side platonic guy friends, um, then I will speak to them like that. Like I'm not using, once again, pet names when I'm talking to my actual guy friends because that's not what we are. But I internalized that. And I internalized that and I started thinking of other non-ladylike things that I probably do. Right. So if you can get a glimpse from just those examples that I gave you, you probably can see why it's so easy or have been so easy for me to self-sabotage a potential, a potentially good thing because dead ass, I just fucking think too much. Like a bitch really be overthinking shit. So that led me to the self-reflection number two, which is by me self-sabotaging relationships, is that a form of me saying that I don't deserve love? So let me say that again. After I was reflecting, and I did this for, I want to say a couple of days, reflecting on all these things that has happened in my relationship life, I questioned, am I self-sabotaging these relationships because I don't think I truly deserve love? My answer to this question is yes. That is me saying I don't deserve love. However, I know, like I know, I know, I fucking know that I do deserve love. And even more, I believe everyone deserves love. They deserve to experience deep, caring, healthy love. Healthy, non-abusive love. I believe that wholeheartedly. So why was I taking steps to sabotage what I feel like everyone deserves? That includes me. So now that I reflected, now that I know I have all this fucking baggage that I'm dealing with, but not dealing with, 
I needed to clear some of this shit out, right? And I had to figure out how I could avoid these negative thoughts. I had to figure out how can I keep affirming myself that I deserve this kind of love that I tell my friends I want for them, the same kind of love that I see my sister have and stuff like that. Like I had to figure out how I could like affirm myself and remove the negative thoughts. So the first thing that I did was I had to reestablish my self-worth. I did a little bit of like research and reading. I don't even call it research. I did a little reading um, and I found out that according to the self-worth theory, self-worth is determined mostly by our self-evaluated abilities and our performance in one or more activities we deem valuable, right? If you didn't know, if you couldn't tell, I value relationships. Hence why I have this amazing relationship in dating podcast called Horoscope. <laughs> but no, seriously, like on a really seriously tip, I put a great deal, a great amount of pressure on myself when it comes to keeping good relationship with people. And I'm not just talking about like people I'm dating, but like friendships and coworkers and any like when I meet someone, I try to keep good relationships with them. I try to always present myself in the best light and really make sure that someone knows exactly who I am as an individual. So for me to constantly have to start from scratch after every breakup, after every not everything was a breakup. I didn't get in that many relationships, but after every oh, this is going to go somewhere, situationship to we're no longer talking abruptly for whatever the case may be. I realized all those breakups, in a sense, broke me. And it broke me because I wasn't performing the way I felt I should have, basing it off of the self, the self-worth theory. I put a lot of value on relationships, but I wasn't performing as such, you know? And... At this point, I knew I needed to have like a visual written cue so I could resort back to that whenever I needed that extra little reminder, that extra little push to keep me going from that neg- going to that negative place. So this is what I wrote. And this is something I will read to myself as often as I need to. And this is it. Self-worth is not determined by... Number one, my to-do list, my achievements, or my goals. Number two, my self-worth is not determined by my job. Number three, my self-worth is not determined by social media. And the likes that I get is not determined by the amount of listens I get per episode. Number four, my self-worth is not determined by my money. Or for me, I'm striving for more, so I would put the lack thereof, you know. Um, Five, my self-worth is not determined by my athleticism. And lastly, last but not least, my self-worth is not determined by my relationship status, okay? And I have gotten to the point where, I'm sorry, have I gotten to the point where I no longer have these self-sabotaging habits. In reality, no, I'm not. I'm not completely there yet, but 
I am now aware of them. And I'm now capable of dismissing those negative thoughts or those negative habits when I see them start to arise. So if you are like me, I ask that you do the same. Like really reflect like what has gotten you to the point where you feel like you're self-sabotaging. One of my favorite songs, like favorite, favorite songs is that Wale featuring Loy song called Sabotage. I love the lyrics. Even at, when it came out, like I really, that song resonated with me because I've been self-sabotaging for that long, you know? So just really reflect on how did you get to this point of self-sabotaging or having the habit of wanting to self-sabotage a good or a potentially good relationship. Or if you're in a good relationship and you see yourself like attempting to sabotage it, really figure out why, you know, and deal with the shit, like really deal with the fucking shit. Like I knew like, oh, I had these certain habits or whatever. And I knew what kind of was there, the underlying issues, but I never really dealt with it. It was like always in the corner of my room. Like, you know, back in the day, at least for me, back in the day, I would have a drunk a junk drawer, right? And that junk drawer has all these little random knick-knack, paddywhack, shit that I really needed to throw the fuck out, right? Shit that I didn't need. Maybe old toys from um, uh, fast food restaurants, little random notes from school, whatever, just junk. And then my mom would come and periodically she'd tell us to clear out this damn junk drawer. That's what I mean. Really empty that shit out. Deal with the fucking shit, okay? And lastly, lastly, I want to say, remind yourself that the things, remind yourself of all the things that do not determine your self-worth, you know, like just go back over that with to yourself. And like you, like, like I did, if you have to write them down, write them down. But just quickly, I'll remind you of these six things. You, your self-worth is not determined by your to-do list. It's not determined by your job. It's not determined by your social media followings. It's not determined by your money or lack thereof. It's not determined by your athleticism. And lastly, most importantly, relatable to this podcast of Tarscope is not determined by your relationship status, okay? I want everyone to identify these habits if you have these habits. And I really want you to challenge yourself, like challenge yourself to stop going to that place and stop internalizing, like really stop internalizing some of the things that have, have happened to you and just understand that it doesn't make you who you are. It just adds to an amazing story, like an amazing redemption story. Um, and that's really all I have for this episode. Like at me on social media Email me at info at Tariscope. Um, on social media, it's at Tariscope underscore. And letting me know how you feel about the, today's episode. Let me know if it connected with you. Let me know that I'm not out here alone. I mean, I know I'm not alone because Wale wrote a whole song about it. But, like, that's a celebrity. I don't know what he be dealing with. But I don't think he be dealing with. Maybe he do. But I feel like he don't deal with, like, my common, regular, schmegler ass shit. You know what I'm saying? So reach out to me. Let me know that we're in this together. This is what this podcast is for. And as always, wrap it up, shield your heart, and keep the faith that love is out there waiting for you.